It's Friday, February 23rd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, America is back on the moon. An uncrewed spacecraft developed by Houston-based Intuitive Machines landed on the lunar surface Thursday evening, the first time a U.S. vehicle has touched down there in more than 50 years. The company's Odysseus vehicle, carrying research and commercial devices, descended from lunar orbit to land shortly after 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time in the moon's South Pole region, according to a NASA live stream. The U.S. last visited the surface of the moon in 1972 during the final mission of the storied Apollo program. Thursday's operation was a milestone for the U.S. space industry and program, marking the first time a private company has completed a moon landing. In other news, the U.S. Justice Department has named a Princeton University academic as its first Chief Artificial Intelligence Officer and Chief Science and Technology Advisor. Jonathan Mayer, a computer scientist and lawyer, will serve as one of the primary policy advisors to Attorney General Merrick Garland and Justice Department leadership on issues that require technical expertise, particularly those related to artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, and other areas of emerging technology. He will also lead the department's technological capacity building efforts such as advising on technical talent recruitment and helping to advise on issues related to emerging technologies, both across the department and with other federal agencies. The creation of an AI chief at the Justice Department comes as advances in artificial intelligence have given rise to new legal and safety questions and as more governments look to rein in the disruptive yet rapidly growing technology. Around the world, international efforts to broker a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas appeared to gain new momentum Thursday as the White House said a visit by a senior envoy with Israeli leaders was going well and other mediators reported encouraging signs from the warring parties. The new signs of progress came ahead of an expected summit this weekend in Paris, where mediators plan to present a new proposal. The U.S., Egypt, and Qatar have been struggling for weeks to find a formula that could halt Israel's devastating offensive in Gaza, but now face an unofficial deadline as the Muslim holy month of Ramadan approaches. White House Mideast Envoy Brett McGurk held talks throughout the day with Israeli leaders and families of Israeli hostages held by Hamas. Meanwhile, the U.S. has privately warned Russia not to deploy a new nuclear-armed anti-satellite weapon, which it said would violate the Outer Space Treaty and jeopardize U.S. national security interests. The rare outreach by top U.S. national security and intelligence officials is part of a diplomatic campaign that the Biden administration is mounting to head off the threat that also involves approaches to China, India, G7 nations, and other close allies that have interests in space and channels to Moscow. The warning to Moscow came after Representative Mike Turner, the Republican chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, announced an unspecified serious national security threat to the U.S. and requested that President Biden declassify information around it. And, President Biden's dog Commander bit Secret Service agents about 24 times, more than previously disclosed, 
according to newly released Secret Service emails that for the first time reveal the agency's deliberations about adjusting its operations to keep its agents safe from the dog. After an 11th publicly disclosed biting incident occurred in the fall, Commander was sent away from the White House. He now lives with other family members. The First Lady spokeswoman, Elizabeth Alexander, said this week that the family took several measures to keep Commander under control, but that those efforts did not work. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.